Hello, listeners. Will from the Days Past Tooncast here. My co-host Travis and I are always happy to bring you adult conversations about yesterday's animations. But today, we're proud to bring you a very special episode of the podcast. As you listen, keep in mind that while this is a dramatization, it contains an important message about a subject that is all too real. So please, listen, and afterwards, discuss with your loved ones what you heard. In the interest of time, we've split the episode into two parts. Be sure to stick around to the end for a post-episode wrap-up, then come back this weekend for the other half. And now, on to Days Past Tooncast, episode 15.1, entitled, His Way of Talking is Great. Guys, this is Will for the Days Past Tooncast, and I am super excited today. Travis, are you excited? Man, I'm super stoked. You're stoked? I'm stoked. I'm so stoked. We're going to be talking about one of the best cartoons I've ever heard in my life. I did so really hard to like decide which cartoon to do because there's just so many. They're so great. Like There's Will, Thundercats. Will, we're going to do Thundercats Will, again. Man, we're going to do Ghostbusters again. Dang, we're going to do a new cartoon. I don't know what Dude, to do. Dude, you're losing man. it, man. You're losing it. What are you talking about, Travis? This is like... I'm having a great, great, great day so far. We're two minutes into this, not even, we're like 38 seconds into this, and we're having a great time. I, I know, man, but you, you're, uh, you're super pumped, man. For yeah, just, you know, just, just kind of cool your jets a little bit. No, my jets are flared, though, man. I'm ready to go. <laughs> you, you you look like it, bro. Dude, I am, we're going to talk about X-Men today, and it's going to be so awesome. I can't wait to talk about it. I've been waiting forever to talk about this. Man, this is, it's getting pretty intense, man. You're, you're not the Will I used to know, man. Wait. <laughs> What do you mean? I am exactly the guy that you met who said, let's go do some cartoon casting, man. Come on. Yeah, man, but you've changed. I've changed. What do you mean I've changed? You've changed, bro. I mean, it's just not the same. It's not the same vibe. When I came into this, you were a different will, man. You just, you've fallen off in a really dark space Well, right I mean, now. you said you wanted to do this tune cast with me. And like, I, I mean, I'm just trying to be, I, you, know, you know how I am? I mean, I come in, your cats aren't fed. I mean, you, you just got stuff everywhere. You, I mean, you- I, I don't have to wear... Shoes to watch tunes I mean, at my house. You're wearing a cartoon headband right now. You don't know all of what I'm wearing that has cartoons I, on it. Right I know, now. man. I mean, you're just you've fallen off, bro. And uh, I've been kind of assimilating this this thing, man. So hope you don't mind. What are you, what are you talking about? If you want to enter, man. What the? This is a. St- oh, hey, man. Yeah. <laughs> have have a seat, Mimo. Hey guys, look who's here. Mimo's here. Hey, Will. Hey, buddy. This is one of my very best friends and uh, street team, DPTC street team uh, leader, uh, pretty <laughs> yeah. much the whole team himself. I am I am the team, yeah. Mimo Moriali, yeah. Mimo, here's a, here's a Kleenex box. Here you go, man. Yeah. Just have that. Well, so Travis, this, is, this might be a little hard, Will. I well, mean, I, I'm honored to be on the show. I want to I wanna do the show, but we felt like 
there was kind of something that needed to we, take priority. We had today. a tag team this, man. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry to kind of ambush you like this, but I mean, Mima, I know you're a really big X-Men fan. Is that what you're here? Like, this is a surprise guest here. This is great. I love the X-Men. It's not the X-Men, though. It, it's it's the it's the Brave Stars, it's it's the G.I. Joes, it's the He-Mans, it's everything. Yeah, you're almost it sounds shoot, great. You're almost shooting these tunes up, man. It's yeah. it's it's like too you're much. do you know a way I could do that? <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised you haven't asked me that. I mean, it's like you're not yourself until you watch some tunes. Do you guys you know, want to watch some tunes just, right now? Just blow this thing off. It just seems kind of unhealthy. You're cattywampus, man. <laughs> you're off kilter. Okay, now, okay, I'm gonna have to stop it right there because I'm not gonna sit here in my own home and have words like cattywampus thrown around at me. You're gonna have about to. my tune habits. This is ridiculous. I'm I'm just gonna go. If you guys are gonna be here, no, and do no, this, no. I'm just you gonna know go. what? How about this? How about this? Meet me in the middle. Meet me and Mimo in the middle. And watch this one cartoon that we've kind of, we okay. talked about. And after that, we'll discuss it. And maybe we can get over this, this hurdle. If you think the solution to my and, problem and is watching can, a cartoon. And you can become uncattywampus. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about whether yeah. I'm cattywampus in the first place later. But what, what cartoon do you want me to watch? You want me to watch He-Man? Thundercats? No, it's, uh, it's a little one called uh, Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue, man. It's president certified. Uh, okay, man. I uh, I guess I'll 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 play some music real quick to show you know just to entertain people while I go watch this thing real quick. And, all right, yeah, all yeah. right, folks. Well, we're gonna we're gonna watch a cartoon and uh, be right back. Mimo, to... pa- Mimo, pass that that connects box. Why don't we? Yeah, here you go, man. Thank you. I know Thank this you. has been this hard. That's for me. What do you think, man? After watching watch that, I mean, I I mean, there's a lot of questions I have about it. Um, I mean, I'm willing to stop taking drugs if that's what you guys want me to do. Well, I mean, damn, I didn't know that was. Yeah, are you, awesome. are you on you drugs? Yeah. No, 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 I don't really. So, are you saying okay? So this this seems to be like one of these cartoons that is basically like a public service announcement for about twenty five ish minutes, um, like, and it's all about not doing drugs. So I assume that's what mm-hmm. it was about. But so you're suggesting that um, th- this is supposed to teach me a lesson about? Yeah, I think if you if you took the principles of of Smurf cartoon all stars to the rescue and applied it to tunes. Mm-hmm. That we just thought that maybe maybe you would you would see something in your life that was reflected in the in the cartoon. Yeah, you'd 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 connect some dots, man. You know, well, and try to get your your life straight. For I, once, I, I think my life is great right now. But I maybe I will understand better if we can just talk this thing through, okay? Because sure. we just sat here in silence for like thirty minutes watching this thing. I like to kind of mm-hmm. unpack it. A we need to bit. process it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So cartoon. All stars to the rescue. Mm-hmm. Um, this I, I I had my computer open while we were watching. I hope you don't mind that I did some research. No, that's fine. Okay, man. That's I mean, fine. If, I still paid attention. If, if that's the way you cope with things, right. that's the way you cope with things. You know, it really is. Yeah, information junkie. If, if you understand. Yeah, I yeah. See it. Um, it was uh, 
broadcast on April 21st, 1990. Hmm. And it was simulcast on NBC, ABC, and CBS, as well as TNT, USA, uh, gosh, just the, the list goes on. It was it was, it was force fed like all at one time. It, it's like the president was speaking. Wow! And apparently he was because at the beginning of this, I noticed that the former president uh, George Bush and his mm-hmm. wife Barbara gave us a little intro that I want to make fun of, but really it's just so tame and short. There's nothing to much say. <laughs> George to about and it. Barb. Yeah, yeah. They have a dog with them. That's you have to cute. respect a little. You know, as silly as the whole thing is, you have to respect them saying, you know what, we're in a position. They could have some influence. Let's do it right. Let's yeah. yeah let's let's send a message to the kids. Yeah, don't definitely. do drugs. Stay well, away from drugs and alcohol. There was quite a bit of involvement, um, or I guess attention being given to it by the government. Um, I want to read to you a transcript from a joint hearing between the House and the Senate. A that, joint hearing. A joint. Yeah. Oh, careful now. Come on. Now, I think you're the one with the problem. That's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. It, it, maybe maybe it's kind of fitting. It was held two days before this was released. Is this taking the place of Will's paragraph? It might as well. Yeah. Because right. we got the gist of it. Okay. I mean, it's a it's a <laughs> anti-drug thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, this is... I want you to take this in. I'm going to tell you who said this afterwards, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Today, we will see unveiled here the newest weapon in our fight against drugs. This new weapon is not a naval carrier group or a new prison. It isn't a $1 billion research program for cocaine-eating caterpillars. It is something more powerful than any of those things. It is a cartoon. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are a well-known group of individuals among eight-year-olds, and you know the powerful impact of those turtles, along with figures like Bugs Bunny and Winnie the Pooh and the Smurfs and ALF, who have all had impacts upon our children. And this is a chance for their impact to be very positive. In my opinion, Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue is the single most ambitious and important drug education program ever attempted. Even if it sounds silly, cartoons may be able to beat the drug cartels with our young. If the Ninja Turtles and the Pooh Bear all do their part, we can prevent this generation of children from becoming the next generation of drug addicts. This joint effort is what we are about to learn today. Senator Joe Biden, future vice wow. president. Wow. <laughs> wow. He called this meeting between the Senate or whatever, the House and Senate to tell them about a cartoon that got made that he didn't have anything to do near as I could tell. Like this is something that the Academy of uh, Television Science mm-hmm. and the people, the people who were behind the Emmys they had the idea back in 86, and it took them four years to get this thing going. And then they created it. Like, the actual animation was done in six weeks. That's a very short turnaround. Wow. Yeah. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, it's four years thinking about it, and then you better, like, take this dump, and then, like, right away. They had to get it out there. <laughs> no I guess, Like, I don't know what the issue was, but that's how they handled it. Um, wow. Man, this thing is it's crazy. Uh, a tiny bit more about the production. It was produced by Southern Star Group, which is not a good name. <laughs> I don't suggest that name for anything. Southern they- Star it just sounds bad. <laughs> it sounds like there's going to be a meeting. Do they have more credits than, than well, this? They, they, okay, so here's the thing. They, they were an Australian division of Hanna-Barbera that had an L.A. studio that was a division of them that would do things. The only things wow. that I came up with, I didn't, there was nothing, it was a lot of Australian shows, mostly. 
that I saw on their list of things. Yeah. Like, so I don't know why they were, they, they still were officially Hanna-Barbera, I guess. And there's, it's just weird, man. Like that name is questionable to me for the start. I mean, I guess in Australia, it doesn't matter. They're pretty south, mm-hmm. Australia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, here in America, they got, they got stars Randy's, too. Yeah. At nighttime, yeah. they got stars. They I beat think. us on the south, like mm, to the yeah. south thing. Um, and it was financed by McDonald's and Ronald McDonald's children's charities. So mm-hmm. everybody had their fingers in this pie. It seems like, like all the networks, all the studios, like everybody was just like, make this thing. And it, I mean, it's pretty cool that it sounds seems like it would have been a logistical nightmare business wise, like to get all of these copyrighted characters like at the credits like because we're about to talk about like all the <laughs> i mean they haven't really done it since no i'm not aware of something so like apparently this it is uh because, a nightmare to you know <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll do it again well here's yeah. the thing it didn't work everybody still has drugs so it <laughs> yeah, does them, right? like yeah. you know uh pot's legal in some states so i don't know how that fits in all this but yeah the um uh, yeah so let's let's talk about what this is exactly because we know it's an anti-drug cartoon and it's about the all-stars. So we're going to have like He-Man and Lion-O and uh, uh, Voltron and Optimus Prime. No. No. When, no. when they say all-stars. I mean, Garfield's pretty cool. Oh, God. But I don't. Um, Alf, Alf being the, the main <laughs> voice of reason in this cartoon is a stretch. He's more a puppet than a cartoon. The Muppet Babies play a pretty big role. <laughs> yeah. they, they re- <laughs> These are, these are the, like, okay, we got Smurfs. We have Alf, who did have a cartoon show at the time, but like again, mostly known as he, a puppet. Kind of faded away. He yeah. gets the most uh, <laughs> screen realize. time in this. He gets thing. a lot. Well, he I does. will say he's fairly entertaining, but his material is weird. It is. He weird. Makes, I've got some clips from him. You have Smurfs. You got Alf. You got uh, Garfield the cat. You have Slimer from the Ghostbusters. Basically, you have all non-human beings. Like that's just you have animals and creatures. Al- Alvin. And the Alvin and the Chipmunks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Michelangelo from the TMNT Huey, showing up. Dewey, and Louie. All three of them. All of your buddies from DuckTales. They it's, couldn't. They couldn't afford uh, Scrooge. Scrooge. He wouldn't Uncle do Scrooge. it. Nah, he was in a bad mood that day. They couldn't afford the other uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. As well, <laughs> they couldn't afford those guys. Mikey, maybe they're too big. They took up too much space on the, mm-hmm. on the cartoon. You know, everyone else was mini. <laughs> well, I mean, if they only had six weeks to animate it, they're like, you got to cut down on the amount of turtles you have in this thing. <laughs> we cannot have this many turtles. Yeah. I get like, and the way it looks, honestly, I was expecting it to kind of look like crap when I read because I just remembered and aside from the it being digitally it's on a VCR tape that we, yeah. we watched it essentially oh man boy Woo, was it buddy. but the tracking was okay like it yeah. seemed to be an okay shape <laughs> tracking. yeah the tracking was alright And yeah. but like it's the animation actually is pretty good like the characters mostly look on model like Michelangelo looked like Michelangelo yeah, to me right. Slimer looked like Slimer yeah. that sort of thing now <laughs> there were some problems that I noticed like I feel like there were a few times where characters' mouths were just open uh-huh. and words were coming out. Yes, I noticed that too. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's like my dream. Just go, <laughs> that'd be great. But there, I, and again, it's like, I guess I have to blame the schedule that they were on. They whipped it together in, in three days. So yeah, it they taped it, happen, it together. It's duct tape and spit and gum. Is, <laughs> they MacGyvered the thing. And then also, I got to say, uh, Miss Piggy, uh, the, the, the Muppet babies that appear are Miss Piggy, uh, Kermit is the main one and then Gonzo and Kermit looks they all look different from how I remember the Muppet Babies just by a little bit yeah. Kermit's eyes are especially big and his body's especially small it's like he's being squeezed and his head's gonna pop mm-hmm. it just look it's very disconcerting to me it's not a good look now I don't get it Kermit starts off as an alarm clock exactly and then he's he's normal he's normal yeah and, but he's the only one that like starts off as well something. garfield started off as a as lamp. lamp but then he pulls the thing okay so let's let's talk about what this okay, is okay yeah we need to move yeah, yeah. We, well, we just need to establish even where we are <laughs> so we're in a suburban suburban home a suburban home 
And a, no, a normal home. Just a normal home. You know, suburban. And uh, it is a, a little uh, girl. What is she, like eight? That's what I put down. Both put of the kids eight. seem even younger than they're supposed to be to me. Yeah. But I, I'm 34 almost, so everybody seems <laughs> starting to seem very young to me. <laughs> uh, it's morning. I think a rooster crows, even though they're in the suburban area. And uh, yeah. the uh, somebody comes in and steals this little girl's piggy bank, and we don't see who it is. A book opens on the floor, and who's there? Because we all know, this is how you know these people. Right. From books and right. comics. The Smurfs. The Smurfs. The Smurfs. And we, they notice that something's happening. All of a sudden, her picture, she has, she has a portrait of Alf by her bed. <laughs> like he's a dear family member. Yeah, right? He comes out of the picture and says, like, what's going on here? Garfield is the lamp that she has. But then you just pull the lamp part out, and he's Garfield. Kermit is an alarm clock. clock. It's ridiculous. I mean, I don't... (laughs) They tried to, like, find a way to have a reasonable explanation as to why all these characters are even present, but they ran out really quick. Yeah. Slimer comes out of nowhere. Their house is just haunted. He just comes through the wall. He's haunted. Their house is... He actually exists as a ghost in that world, I think. They're actually in the Ghostbusters continuity and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because later, Mikey's just in the sewer. Yeah. Just hanging out. But they all seem to have a dual world situation where they realize that they are fictional cuz like mm-hmm. papa smurf looks up to the sky and he sees the her world mm-hmm. where the piggy bank's being stolen yeah. he's like oh my god and how how aware of her world he's just watching her piggy bank daily i, I guess i thought it was yes. interesting that papa smurf kept such a keen eye on yeah. her piggy bank like he's maybe he like he's wanted, got a heist yeah. in mind i think it's like he an, has oh, some plans of his own well, papa got, smurf's 11 he's, sort yeah, of thing. he's yeah. got a smurf in mind you mean he's he's, <laughs> he's got a smurf, a smurf, yeah, he's got a smurf in mind well let's I've got a few clips uh, ready to and raring to go. I want you guys to be aware of the level of comedy that was you being got brought to this. Baby, I got clips for days. <laughs> Morning already? <sighs> I was smurfing like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> Great smurfs. Corey's piggy bank is gone. Two sounds you can't miss. A breaking piggy and the sizzle of hot lasagna. Wally never did this sort of thing to the beef. Toto, something <laughs> tells me we're not in cartoon territory anymore. <laughs> That kid's got a one-way ticket to Nowheresville. <laughs> that is a great line, I gotta say. Uh, one-way ticket to Nowheresville. I like that a lot. But I don't, I don't want to jump the gun, but I yeah. hope I'm hoping for a couple of other key clips I, at some point. I hope you're gonna be happy with okay. my choices. Uh, I always hope everyone approves of everything I do. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, that's all I'm really worried and about. They really weren't in cartoon territory like before that. You know what I mean? I like, mean, he he's a puppet again. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 that's all confusing to me. But again, so are they all okay? One, some of them come from a comic book. Yeah. Some of them are. He comes from a portrait. Like I don't. Do they? What are the levels of reality here? Are they living in two worlds? Are they yeah. aware? Because that would. I think that would. If you try to live in two worlds at once, you go insane. Like if you know you're fictional, but you're trying to live your life. How if you knew this all was a hologram? Essentially, mm-hmm. could you take it seriously? This is like Philip K. Dick stuff right here. Right. Yeah. I'm surprised they're all not doing drugs. <laughs> right. Like, well, and then also when the drugs come into play. How does some of them know what drugs are? There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot. <laughs> we'll get there too. Left uh, untouched. Yeah. <laughs> I do have to say, you you tend to take a little more of a, you know, you have you notice things. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's a nice way to put it. The <laughs> the introductions. I actually made a note of this in my in my notebook. All caps. Totally working on me. 
Good intros, best Slimer. Oh, like every every introduction they made, I was like, oh right. my god, Kermit, yeah. Muppet Babies, <laughs> Slimer. They're reeling the whole cast out here. Mm-hmm. They, I, I liked that they had little music cues for each one. The was best was nostalgic. Slimer. Like yeah. even though Slimer was totally again like the laziest entry, I really expected yeah. another character <laughs> right. was just gonna walk in the room and say, hey, He Man's here. Like that's it. Like basically, just I've I've arrived. He, he man's just making a sandwich in the kitchen. Yeah, it says nothing about drugs or don't do them. He's just making a sandwich. Are you guys doing a thing? Like seriously, Slimer just comes in, but then they immediately do just like a little like. Uh, well, she has that that second lamp. You know, she has the Garfield eats. lamp and the cornucopia lamp. Yeah, that he eats because it looks like food. Right. See, here's, I, I pontificated in our, our episode on Ghostbusters that Slimer has a okay? food addiction. Okay. So, again, mm. I feel like there's a few people, at least two on this show, that maybe have compulsions of their own. Slimer's one that's established. And it seems that his hunger, has t- his addiction, has taken him to the point of breaking and entering into suburban homes and just eating anything that even <laughs> resembles yeah, right. food. He's probably eating wax fruit, like, every day. <laughs> If he's going to eat a lamp. Who of us <laughs> hasn't taken a bite of wax fruit? Yeah, I, I always wanted to eat the soaps that looked like stuff. Mm. Like, that, they just looked like they would taste like the best Starburst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just a whole soap That's made true. out of orange Starburst. Okay, so somebody's... Here's the thing. They're all aware that someone's stolen the piggy bank. It's a Toy Story situation, too. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yes. point. It seems like they have this... this they they do this a lot. They already know each other. Yeah. <laughs> they, no one's weirded about Alf this. Alf and Garfield already have this, <laughs> right. you know, like this chemistry, even though Alf does like basically threaten to eat him if he doesn't play along. There's some coercion there. It's funny. I was writing the, I was right or not, I'm, I'm acting like I'm writing. I was typing the notes right as he, as Alf encountered Garfield, I was like, why didn't he say he was going to eat him? And then he did. So mm. I was happy. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, if you watch the real show, yeah. I mean, he was he constantly eating cats. I'm not sure if he if he played on that real big on the cartoon because I never watched that. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. We'll but but I watched point. I watched the live show. But they like, know each the other. They know the Smurfs. Everyone's <laughs> getting reacquainted. Yeah. All yeah. these different species and mm-hmm. uh, like different physics, I would imagine, in every universe. Like, it's I, a mess. I gotta wonder if you didn't watch, if you didn't know, and I guess Alf was popular enough that they didn't worry about this. But he, mu- he must have been huge. The screen time must have been huge. If you didn't know who Alf was, yeah, w- would this character make any sense to see him in this cartoon? It's like there's an ant eater that's threatening to eat a cat that's wearing a Hawaiian shirt mm-hmm. or a very loud shirt, at least. <laughs> like what? Like if you don't watch Alf, and I did as a kid, but I still was kind of like, what is his deal? Because all of his jokes, like he was the last one to speak in that little trifecta of jokes that I fed you guys. His jokes are about leave it to Beaver and stuff. Like he, that was a what? solid leave it to Beaver reference. Like, Beaver. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't beef. even say be- the Beaver. He's very friendly with his his pop <laughs> reference. It's very comfortable. So they they spend oh and like Alvin and the Chipmunks come out of a album sleeve, but. Alvin is watching TV and talking about signing autographs until he walks out of the sleeve. Like, don't make me walk out of the sleeve. I'm busy. Right. It feels like the first 10 minutes of this are spent trying to wake up like an eight-year-old girl named Corey. They don't know how to wake somebody up. It's just make a loud noise. It's easy. I mean, they finally get there. Like, they make Kermit go off. Yeah. But they're kind of trying to hide that they're alive. But then Slimer... Instantly. Instantly reveals it. Yeah. Is she used to the ghost in the house, I guess? Like, maybe that's, that's weird. She noticed, like, the first thing she notices, because Slimer shines a light on it, is that her piggy bank is missing. And we're pretty quickly shown that the person who's responsible is none other than her 14-year-old brother, Mm -hmm. Michael. 
and Michael is a sad case. We jump into this pretty fast. They don't have time to waste. We have 14 characters. Within within (laughs) minutes, it gets dark real quick. The music changes, and the hand reaches out to grab the piggy bank. Instantly, something is is awry. (laughs) Music goes from major key to minor (laughs) immediately, and you know, oh, no, I'm not happy anymore. I thought Uh, this was about tunes. Yeah, wait a minute. This couldn't be about tunes. Well, we're not in tune Mm -hmm. territory Mm -hmm. anymore. We are not. Toto? Beef? (laughs) <laughs> Michael, I'm not smurfing. I'm not even smurfing about this. This is very smurfy. <laughs> Michael goes back into his room, and we finally get to, like, they, they've gone to Michael's room to investigate. All the tunes are walking around, and they're playing, I'm, I'm surprised they weren't playing the music from uh, The Great Escape. Like, dun 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 You know, when they're watching? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, they go in there, and they hide under the bed, and Michael comes in with the piggy bank, and this kid, they're immediately, this is your first time you're really meeting him, he's immediately cast like he is an evil being. He's like, how much money's in this piggy bank? It looks like it's 20 bucks. Yeah, like he's Man. just, there's no humanity left yeah. to this person, and I understand that, you know, addiction can eat away at a soul, but I don't think it's a good representation just to have the kid, like, he's just, I don't know, maybe he's covering up for how much guilt he feels about what he's just done, mm-hmm. but it's kind of cartoonish. Like, he's just evil. He's just a bad well, they, they have to, from the beginning, they have to paint marijuana users as aggressive yes. and deceitful. <laughs> They're building their case. They're very violent. They're these. not <laughs> as interested in a plot as they no. are in an argument. I agree. Definitely. And that, at that point, the all the toys, I want to call them toys mm-hmm. because that's what it seems like they are. They're not cartoons, are they? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Everybody's a cartoon. It is a cartoon. It is what, a cartoon. What is life? <laughs> what is life? I'm get, You guys have really opened up my mind like I took a psychedelic. I don't know if that was your, <laughs> your intent with showing me this movie. Nature of the Beast. Discover the ugly truths and dark secrets of true crime, the paranormal, the occult, and conspiracy. Join your guides for weekly episodes and face the true nature of the beast. Hey listeners, my name is Krista, and I host a narrative true crime podcast called The Dark Divide. I've always been interested in the circumstances and events which shape a seemingly ordinary life into something made out of our worst nightmares. And now I get to take you all along through the depths of obsessive research and my need to explore the unknown. So I invite you to come stare into the abyss with me. Right now we're available on iTunes and Podbean. See you there. They get under there, they get under his bed, Michael, and they discover this box because he puts it away really mm-hmm. quick. Corey comes in his room, his little sister saying, Hey, where's my big break? And he totally tries to cover it so badly. <laughs> it's just like, it's another one of those things. Like, I just am, I'm getting to where I can accept when somebody says something so stupid as I, I it just fell and I was yeah. like looking at it. Like, why would you even say that? Don't, nobody is that dumb. Even, even somebody even who's Corey, on the pot. Yeah. 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 Even Corey didn't accept that. Right. Right. But he shoves this box under his bed and then Alvin and the chipmunks take a look at it. I want to hear what they have to say about it. Please. And then I would love to discuss what the content, sorry. Yes. Either someone's conducting a major chemistry experiment, or this is a serious no-no. What's that funny smell? My guess would be marijuana. 
An unlawful substance used to experience artificial highs. I got to take issue with you there. Please. Yeah. <laughs> artificial highs? <laughs> <laughs> Very natural. This is the real deal. Yeah. yeah. This yep. isn't a this isn't a designer drug. Right. This isn't your LSD. Right. Or this your, is not K2. Your Molly. This is marijuana. Yeah. That's that real deal, baby. This is I'm trying to find son. some drug slang to use, and I just don't have any. Oh, I was I'm gonna quote out. Ben Harper, but yeah. I can remember the full line. What is from the earth is of the greatest worth. Wow. You took it there. Yeah. I think we need to write the Academy and get them to make a new one. That's pro Artificial highs. Yeah. That was my only point of contention. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, so when they look in this box, what I, I could, see. I couldn't tell. I couldn't really tell. I know there's like. It looked a, like there was an ocarina in there. Or yes. Some kind of. It looked like a <laughs> tiny. Round. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, I didn't. I, I mean, one thing I could have guessed what it was, like that some of them were joints, <laughs> but those actually just looked like little leaves to me. Right. It looked like there was a miniature straw stack. In there, yeah. and then like a clamshell, I think. Yeah, that's it's pretty like much. What, yeah, is just, that a bong or a I don't pipe know. Or, I, don't, I don't know. And it's a small box. It's something you can you can palm, mm -hmm. palm it. So like, I don't know what all could be in there, but I, I just don't know. I, I don't know if the people who took it didn't know what drugs look like, drug paraphernalia, or if they didn't want to actually show it to kids, or if it was just hastily drawn. I mean, this is an Australian uh, company that drew it. Maybe they don't know. Yeah, <laughs> they don't have drugs over there, right? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Freaking South Star. Corey says something, she points out, she just says, she, she, I guess, has enough intuition or just common sense to know, like, the kid's acting weird, and mm -hmm. she says, look at your eyes, and when they zoom in on his face, Michael, he doesn't just have, like, the, the bloodshot eyes of a, your typical pothead, I guess, <laughs> at least in the film, as they would, <laughs> like, put the whatever in your eyes, he looks like a 30 or 40-year-old man, mm -hmm. like, he has, like, baggy eyes, and his mouth is drawn, it's like a and lifetime just, of smoking, it's yeah. like that Seinfeld episode yes. where Kramer smokes all the cigarette cigarettes, like, in a, a day, and his face is, like, leather, your afterwards. face looks like a catcher's exactly, look away, <laughs> hideous, yeah, like, that's basically, for that moment, it's also like on Ren and Stimpy, where it would be all cartoony and oh. normal, yeah, and, and then you zoom real, in for a second, it's super detailed. God. Okay, yeah. quick quick side note. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, gonna. <laughs> I'll follow you down this path. You guys have to this please, please do Muppet Babies. I wanted to mention this, mm -hmm. and if you do, I would love to be a part of that. Okay. And Ren and Stimpy, if it's not on the docket, mm -hmm. please. The only issue I have, like, I'm willing to give these things a shot. The only issue that I but run it's an into, adult tune. Well, it's not that so much as. If it's well, one, if it's just supposed to be comedy, mm. talking about comedy, something that's intended to be funny and is actually successfully funny or good, yeah, it's harder. When we when we did Captain Planet, it was actually pretty good. When we did Mummies Alive, it was another 90s show. It's not bad. Like it's and it makes it harder to squeeze the juice that we need yeah, right. out. And so, especially if it's just something that's like I look back on with fondness and it actually holds up. Then it turns into a different conversation, which isn't a bad one necessarily. It's true. So I'm willing to give it a shot, but it it just goes a different way. You know, it's like, hey, remember this joke they said? Yeah, it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty yeah. much the whole it's, conversation. It's, yeah, it's it's not gold like true. like your he mans. I mean, he mans are just so they tried to be funny yeah, and they weren't. Like the, and it's the best one. Or like your uh, your cartoon all stars to the rescue. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot to laugh at in this thing for me. I I was giggling quite a bit. Uh, and some some of it was actually just the humor of some of the characters, I will say. Like, Bugs Bunny is just funny to me all the time. It's just something mm -hmm. about his attitude. But he hasn't made his entrance yet. He has. So let's just hold off on that, Bugsy. All right, all right. And Michael just doesn't react. I mean, I guess Michael's only way of dealing... Like, Corey only knows to yeah. say you're acting weird, and all Michael knows to do is just to say, shut up and leave. And then when his mom is like, Michael, where are you going? Door slam. And then it's done with... And all the tunes just say, I think he's having trouble with drugs. And we gotta get 
we got to get out there and keep him off of those drugs. I guess <laughs> that's, yeah. I mean, good for them that that's, they think that's their job, I guess. I mean, I don't, I've never, I never would have thought to have an intervention where cartoons were like the, <laughs> the moderators <laughs> or whatever. That I think could have been a pretty good episode mm-hmm. if it was just like a, a very plain room. They just invited Michael in, like said, hey, we want to talk about a family vacation we're going to have. And then they're all just sitting kind of like cross-legged with their notes about how they've been disappointed by him. Have like a nice conversation. That's what I wish you guys would have done with me, by the oh. way. That's a lot classier. Oh, I mean, we're doing that a little bit now. I yeah, mean, I mean, bit. we're just recording it we're gonna publish it yeah but i hope to make money off this but right. besides that i mean our intentions are good oh so it's like the the show intervention yes, yes. okay make money yeah. off of it i yeah. got you the cartoons set out and i think i got a clip from that this is guys this is gonna be a clip heavy episode because this is the only time we're gonna be in this world unless i did wonder if maybe this should be a, a yearly visit to this oh, cartoon <laughs> How funny that would be to just go back and squeeze all the juice out of this one. Make sure it's all gone. Yeah. Just squeeze it all. <laughs> Until your soul listen empty. Um, but I, I want, so I, it's going to be clip heavy. Simon suspects drugs. Oh, my. Oh, that's bad news. <laughs> Michael needs our help. Then let's help I don't, There's no rules. I don't remember, like, we haven't watched more than one episode of Ghostbusters for this podcast, but I don't remember if Slimer talks in the cartoon or not. But I he, think he does. He talks almost like Meatwad from Aquatine Hunger Force. Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. I that couldn't place, off? I watched the episode twice yesterday, and listening to that clip, I could not place the voice. I like, couldn't either. It's close. It's it's Who not the same. It's like, it's like that pinched off, like, but I just don't know why. <laughs> That's and, pretty good. And he pretty sounds like it's like he's an animal. The way he talks, he's like he he's this close to being like Miss Slimer, how you today? Like he can't speak English almost. <laughs> like it's like maybe the ghost doesn't need to get in on mm-hmm. this. You're just a ghost. We're cartoons. Right. Like we have some some class about us. You're just a beast. Um, but they go out into the world, and I don't know how they. You know, let's just assume that no one sees them. Because we don't see any headlines about cartoons come to life, people lose minds or right. whatever. You know, headlines. <laughs> Maybe you can only see them when you're high. Well, that was a question I had. Did he just imagine all of this? But Corey, Corey sees them. Is Corey on drugs? She almost de- gets there. She gets close. Maybe it's a contact high. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. maybe. <laughs> it's that strong. Just opening the box uh-huh. got her going. Well, we cut over to the arcade. In town, like the music changes again. If here's the thing that came up over and over again: there's rock and guitar, yes, rock and I, drums, yes. and they're 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 awesome. They're great. In every scene where they're using drugs, yes. the music is super cool. If you don't <laughs> want kids, not, they no, really miss the mark. They, exactly. Yeah, right? <laughs> if you don't want kids to do drugs, yeah. <laughs> then don't play cool music every time there's drugs on the screen. That's it's, just like. Pe- <laughs> It's very simple. It's a formula. <laughs> it's like punks. People who do drugs listen to cool music. I'm sorry. It's been true since at least the 50s. <laughs> it really makes me as an adult not want to ever try to reach out to youth because I feel like I'm just going to get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, it's like, oh, they were man. Like, okay, we'll play this CD sounding music. They'll be at a cool location, like an arcade. They'll be wearing <laughs> the leather. <coolest. laughs> They'll look really bad, and so the kids will know that they're not supposed to hang There'll out with these people. There'll be a couple people. of hot women with them. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Maybe They'll a cool have car. Money. Yeah. Have... <laughs> You're just describing Scarface eventually. Right. Like it's just Well, it, it like they're in the city, so the music changes, it's cool. Very and cool. again, it's uh, they're just sending a bad message uh very much because like these kids are in an arcade. This kid, okay, so Michael we we get inside the arcade. Michael lights up a joint in the arcade. 
and takes a puff. Like it's like California in 2012. Like this is 1990. Yeah. This kid's just lighting up in the middle of the, it's not even the, or the bathroom. It's crazy. Like I, he's so brazen. Apparently we learn later he's been at it for like two years. So I yeah. guess he's just heading down the path really fast. But this, okay. So there's, he's with these kids that are clearly a bad influence as we find out. Um, it's pretty much like a grab bag of nineties looks like one is a, yeah. a kid in a tank top. There's a rat tail. There's a girl that, in like looks, a, that looks like the best friend of blossom. Exactly. A big <laughs> six hat. looks like six Big hat. Exactly yep. what I thought. Yeah. Yep. Big hat and a skirt and a bright color. <laughs> But we also meet another important character right here that we're going to have to talk a lot mm. about. But there's a kid that they're with that pulls out another drug. Yes. It, it jumps to crack cocaine <laughs> so fast quick. your head no, that was, would spin. I thought, okay, so when I saw what this kid offered, I said, I know this is probably supposed to be cocaine, but it looks like either marshmallows or sugar cubes. Like he's trying to bribe <laughs> a horse or something. <laughs> and I was like, you got to draw it differently than just like white globules on somebody's palm. It doesn't really play that well. It's not in a sack. He just pulls it out yeah. of his pocket. He, yeah. He's just, just got, yeah, he's just got cocaine in his pockets. Um, but we also meet... And I don't know if the kids, the kids seem like they kind of can hear this guy sometimes. Like the, the bad kids oh, that he hangs out with. Yeah, they interact with them. But then sometimes they act like they, he's not there. Right. It's just completely, whatever the scene requires, I guess we'll just, we'll use, for the purpose of this one podcast, we'll say that the same uh, general rules apply to this cartoon as do Transformers. No doubt. That whatever needs to happen in the moment will happen yeah. unless it <laughs> right. gets in the way of the plot being right. <laughs> developed as necessary. Um, if he needs hey, to steal Michael's wallet, he'll steal it. That's what's going to happen. To another real character. <laughs> even yeah, right? even if his wallet looks like a black novel. <laughs> right. Like it just looks like it, like it looks like a big book. <laughs> yeah. But the character we're talking about is Smoke. Is his name officially? Th this is a great character. I wish this guy had shown up in other cartoons. He's like an awesome villain because he has a great voice, voiced by a very famous actor. He's well animated, like very. He's, he reminds me of the genie from Aladdin, and the, that he's the genie from Aladdin mixed with um from Hercules. Yeah. Oh, I the, didn't see Hercules. Wow. The, the guy who played Hades. Yeah. Could oh, be, yes. Could was that be spot James, on. James Woods? Was that who played that? I have no I think, idea. I, well, I can see that in the end. I didn't see well, We're Hercules, not as into tunes as you are, Will. <laughs> well, so we I didn't see Hercules as thing. I mean, hey, listen, it happens. That Disney right. stuff is for losers. <laughs> it's, for, <laughs> it's for lightweights. Apparently okay. so. Yeah. Mr. I'm into that. Mr. South Star. I'm into that deep filmation stuff. Okay. Mm, me too. Mm -hmm. I know you are. I'm, you getting, smurf, I'm getting him hooked. You don't smurf with that kitty stuff. I don't stuff. smurf around. Deke till I die. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's smoke is a representation, an external representation, symbolic or not, probably literal, it seems like, because everyone else seems to know he's there. You never know. Of Michael's addiction, and he's just like a, a guy in a suit that's also a smoke ghost, and he, we're going to hear him right now. I love the voice they did for him, and his way of talking is great. His way of talking. You'd think I had no mm -hmm. knowledge of what words are, <laughs> or voice acting, or cartoons. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Do it. This stuff's pretty good. But I got something even better. Mikey, you gotta try this. <laughs> it gives you a major high, like that. I'm in. Okay, I'll try it. You in, Michael? You don't want to be left out, do you? Come on, what are you waiting <laughs> for? Do you? Try it, try it. You want him to like you, don't you? Well, if you put it like that, I mean, I'll be checking out, I guess. Is this not, is this what happened in arcades if, <laughs> in the in 1990? You know what, man? They, they jumped to, from weed to crack so fast, it really shows you, like, how bad the crack epidemic was at that <laughs> right. time. I it don't. It must have been, it must have been huge, man. It must have been real bad. 
let's be honest, I don't think most of the kids in this picture were being affected by the crack <laughs> epidemic at that time. It couldn't if you watch the cartoon. May, I mean, we've already established anything goes. Yeah. When you're building a case using cartoons. <laughs> yes. Right. But I don't think it was crack yet because later, later they propose crack, which is one of my favorite parts. Yes. When Smoke <laughs> goes, yeah, crack. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I feel like it was, it was meant to be cocaine. That's still a major jump. Like, 14-year-olds, they listen to their voices. Yeah. They're children, very much children. They're tender. <laughs> tender, lovely They're children. Young, yeah. <laughs> yes. And somebody's just in the middle of an arcade, lights are on. I mean, I'm sure there's like one of those creepy old older teenagers that worked the arcade. Did he sell it to them? I don't know. Like, you know, who's in charge? Who's not seeing that someone's just holding a palm full of loose cocaine out? It seems, I don't know. It's uh, It's a very like L.A. writer's version of what kids do, that this is how it happens every day, mm -hmm. that kids are just offering each other handfuls of cocaine. Of wet, of wet cocaine. Like, like it's just a beach. They were on the beach just picking up handfuls of sand, but it's mm -hmm. cocaine instead, and they're offering it to each other. Hello. I, <laughs> I don't think that's how it happened, but I was only six when this came out, and I only went to the arcade with my dad on Sundays after we got ice cream. <laughs> so... Maybe that was my crack cocaine at the yeah. time. I don't know. You're like, my dad did light up joints while we were <laughs> yeah. in the ice cream place, but... Well, and he lit up his joint in this, and I guess that's what leads... Like, there's a police siren in the distance, and they all scatter. You know what? If you're that paranoid, don't do drugs out in public. Because there's a police siren, and they all run like it's just for them. Well, like, you're inside a building, yeah. and no one has said anything to you. You just did it. The police aren't that responsive, sadly, to just show up five seconds later after you light up a joint. But they all run, and I guess that's just partly to show how paranoid But it, it's good Michael to is. make children feel like paranoid about that. It's good to... <laughs> it's good to if you do afraid. drugs, the cops will immediately know. Yes. And they will, they will come after you. You cannot hide. Yeah. There are no secrets. Yeah. <laughs> it's all going on your permanent record. You have no privacy. Right. Yeah, getting him used to Big Brother now. Right. Like, the idea of it. So when it actually happens, like, oh, big deal. Yeah, I haven't yeah. heard about that. <laughs> I've assimilated. <laughs> well, that's why we would read stuff like Fahrenheit 451 in school. They only let us read that so that we'll be used to the idea later. See, man, I'm trying to turn you guys around to my way of thinking. I guess. I'm trying to flip the script here. Which is? Uh, counterculture. Tune culture. Okay. Yeah. Free, free living. <laughs> Why don't you let me turn you first, and then I'll explain it to you. Okay. Yeah. It's not working, buddy. You want to be cool, don't you? I got some. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be left out, do you? <laughs> yeah, I, I really like it. Smoke's voice. It's great. But they they run. They all scatter, and Michael like runs into an alleyway, and he is confronted by none other than. Really, to me, just about the hippest guy on this whole thing, Bugs Bunny. The master of disguise he, himself. He's awesome. Mm -hmm. Like, he is so cool about all of this. Like, I mean, <laughs> some of it I question, but his he just walks up and is like, yeah, so what you doing? By the way, if any of us tried to do a Bugs Bunny, just know it's not going to be Mine accurate. Mine was pretty on point earlier. Do it. Jeez, Doc. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's like mirrored image. That, <laughs> it brought to mind like a... <laughs> Like, like a prospector. No, nope. <laughs> I heard that. Just to tell you, well, it's I. Mine's no better. I can say that. Dude, try yours or best. Just one time. Or it's two gonna times. sound exactly the same. Or two I think. times. Let's see. What's up, Doc? No, see, oh, that's okay. mine. Mine just becomes Edward G. You Robinson. Just, you gotta do yeah, it. Yeah, everybody's gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Doc? That's probably that's the, best the best one. one actually, yeah. yeah. Mine was too Edward yeah. Edward G. Robinson. Like, mashy. You know, tell me a lie. I was a Canadian prospector. What? what did Not you say a Canadian. Pro <laughs> I don't know. They don't. You were just a prospector. Okay. Yeah. Just, just yeah. random one. Okay. So Bugs is here. 
Well, so that should just save the day as far as I'm concerned. Bugs shows up and he, I'm going to play a clip. He seriously, like the way he approaches it is like he's been there and done that. He sees a joint on the ground. The way he reacts to it is just like, so this is here. And then he talks about it, like just really like that cool cousin of yours that's been through rehab or something. With the checkered past. Yeah, Yeah, seriously. Like I've been there and I've done that. I don't need to, you're making a mistake. And and one, one commenter, I'll just pull it up on on the YouTube video, there were a lot of comments, very entertaining. One commenter noted, because this is where this is where Mikey gets exposed, like this cartoon comes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. So one person pointed out, how high do you have to be to not even react to Bugs Bunny finding your joint? Seriously. Because <laughs> he has no reaction to it. He doesn't have he I just mean, accepts it. This is something that we run into. It's like YouTube comments are gold. We run into this <laughs> problem beautiful. with every cartoon so far. I think I've said the same thing. Why is no one freaked out by this happening? It's one thing if you, if it's He-Man, they live in a fantasy world. But when it's like Captain Planet, where it's all of a sudden the spirit of the earth is giving you a ring and you made a man with your <laughs> ring, like, and it's just like, oh, cool. That's about it. And so these cartoons are coming to life and mm-hmm. neither neither Michael nor Corey have any reaction. I mean, Michael, I kind of get it. He's been deadened to the world. Um, let's hear Bugs because again, it's like, there's just something about his liver. He's always been the hip one, man. He, and, and like, he's just, it's like, he is going to tell you stories about how he used to hang out with Duke Ellington. He's like, we used to smoke jazz cigarettes outside of the club or whatever. And you know what? I don't do that anymore. I'm better than that. Yeah. (laughs) He's a man of the world. That's right. Renaissance bunny. What's this? A joint? So what's the big attraction? I mean, uh, how did you get started anyway? If everyone was jumping off a cliff, would you go too? I guess you would, wouldn't you? Not very bright. <laughs> Definitely not one of the world's foremost thinkers. I, okay, so the first Great part strategy. of strategy. Exactly. He, shame him and just make fun of him and tell him how stupid <laughs> he is. There's now no difference between smoke yeah. and bugs. Yeah. They're using the same tactic, exactly. right? Yeah. One <laughs> one leads you to a more boring and colorless life, and <laughs> yes. one gets you high. Yeah. Yeah. If you meet ju- with judgment on both sides, <laughs> then you might as well go with the one that has drugs on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I just loved it because that is his character, though. Like, he doesn't know any better. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, he's a faulty mentor, I guess, mm-hmm. to Michael. But yeah, I, that's that comes from a little bit later, but I had to pull that in because it shows you that at first he seems understanding, like, yeah, this thing, I used to do this, is what it seriously mm-hmm. sounds like when he's talking to him. How'd you get started anyway? Yeah, I'll tell you about my first time. Yeah. So, <laughs> Bugs, so Michael's answer is like, I chose to do it, which even after Bugs tries to prove him wrong, I still agree that he chose to do it. He has personal agency, mm-hmm. even as a 14-year-old. He later keeps claiming, I'm in charge of my life. Now, that I don't agree with, but he made a choice. It's just what happens afterwards that kind of falls off. But Bugs says, I don't agree with you. Let me show you how you didn't make that choice to start up. And he pulls out a time machine. Here's a, here's a rule. I'm not even going to open up court, Toon Court because this is already established. Okay. We just have to admit it. Okay. 90% of cartoons involve time travel. Mm. In our mm. experience, time travel is a common uh, pedestrian <laughs> aspect yeah. of everyday life. It's just something that happens. It, the, the science was figured out many years ago, and there's never a problem that comes up because you even view the past. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's just normal place. Well, that's what that we're going to do. Uh, after We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to go back in the past and see how poor Mikey... Not Michelangelo of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but Mike. We, Mike who hasn't, Michael. I mean, spoiler alert. Michelangelo hasn't in this. even shown up in the episode That's yet. what you guys have to look forward to. Hey, and during this break, man, we're, we're still going to tackle your problems. So don't think this is like a free Well, I mean, you guys are going to have to try to tackle me because I'm no, 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 no
Wow, the boys really got into some fun in this episode, didn't they? Maybe too much fun. You see, in the rush to fit everything in, no cast trivia was recorded at the session. Which is a shame, because Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue definitely has a colorful cast. And I'm not talking about the tunes. A few choice tidbits. Michael was played by Jason Marsden. Besides his numerous voice acting roles, including parts on the modern incarnations of classic tunes Thundercats, G.I. Joe, and Transformers, and work for Disney and Nickelodeon, Jason was seen on the 1990s live-action TV series Step by Step, playing JT's best friend, Rich. Mel Blanc, the original voice of Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck, passed away soon before production began. Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue features the first instance of someone besides Blanc voicing the characters. In this case, actor Jeff Bergman. Finally, the villain Smoke was brought to life by none other than Academy Award-winning actor George C. Scott. Perhaps best known for the role that won him that honor, General George S. Patton in the film Patton, and for his turn as General Buck Turgidson in Dr. Strangelove. Scott agreed to provide his services for scale for this production. Oh, and not related to the cast, but of note, the character Garfield was used without creator Jim Davis's permission, an oversight that led to the cartoon never being rerun. As always, you can find us on Twitter, at dptooncast. You can email us at dptooncast at gmail.com. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dptooncast. Be sure to check out Travis's true crime podcast, Nature of the Beast, wherever podcasts are found. Thank you so much for listening. Come back this weekend to hear the conclusion of Days Past Tooncast's look at Cartoon All-Stars to the Rescue. From Travis and from myself, Tudor, my Duder. <laughs>